It's that time again. It's Greek for the week. I'm Chris Palmer. Let's open our Bibles and get right down to the original language, the Greek. God bless you. It's the Greek for the Week podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And we have a great episode of Greek for the Week for you today. And we're going to be in the book of Jude, verse number 16. There's only one chapter, of course. And before you get there, I want to just encourage you, if you haven't gotten Letters from Jesus, Studies from the Seven Churches of Revelation, it's a great study. It's available on Amazon.com, Barnes & Nobles, Target, Walmart, wherever you go for your books. You'll find Letters from Jesus by myself, Chris Palmer. And 52 Studies, 7 Churches of Revelation, it'll really bless you. If you're reading through it, make sure you go on Amazon, give it a five-star review, say, hey, this book really blessed my life and it enriched me. It really helps us when you rate our books on the Amazon, okay? And I appreciate it so much. I really, really do. Okay, we're going to be talking about complaining. Are you a person that complains? Do you complain about stuff in life? I mean, we all complain. I know that I've been born again and washed in the blood spirit-filled since 96, and complaining is just one of those things that, man, if you're not in your prayer closet, you're not in your prayer life, you're not in the Word of God, You, it's just so easy to fall into complaining about stuff. And, and when you just look at your life, you're blessed, you see the grace of God, you see how wonderful He is, you count your blessings and you say, man, God really has blessed me. But when we're walking in the flesh, we just become complainers. And it doesn't it's an indictment against, complaining is an indictment against the grace of God and the mercy of God and the wonderful, blessed majesty and gracefulness that God has given us. So it, it, it just, it's, it's not a good fit for a Christian. It doesn't look well. You know how when you go put on a pair of pants that just is too short or you put on a, I'm, I say I'm one of these people that when I wear t-shirts, I love t-shirts, but I don't do well with t-shirts because I'm between medium and large. I'm like, we call it, you know, that whatever between medium and the large, that's me. So if I buy a large, it's too lo- it's too big, and I have to wash it and hope that it shrinks. If I buy a medium, it fits good, but then you wash it once, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit after that. So, you know, most t-shirts aren't a good fit for me. I, there's one brand I can do it, the medium, it's perfect, but I got, it's, it's not easy to find. I got to get them on Amazon. And uh, with letters from Jesus, right? And um, it's not a good fit. So complaining is not a good fit for you as a believer. And we're going to see that here in Jude verse number 16. And it says here, um, <clears throat> in verse number 14, if you're there, I'll read in English. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly, okay, the word ungodly is there one time, of all their deeds of ungodliness, that they have committed in such an ungodly way, there's that word again, and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So four times in one verse we see the word ungodly. We see that as well in the Greek. It's at least three times in the Greek. I can see it here on my screen. Um, yeah, one, two, three. I see it three. Three or four times. Okay. But then it goes, so we know that what he's talking about are ungodly people, and he drops them down in verse 16, and he identifies them further and says, these are grumblers, malcontents, following their own sinful desires. So he identifies them as grumblers, okay? And he identifies them as malcontents. Now, I want to look specifically at this word malcontents, mesphemoroi, okay? Memsphemoros in the singular, and here in uh, verse number 16, mesphemoroi is plural. It's talking about more than just one nominative plural masculine in the Greek, an adjective describing a person, okay, an individual, how they are, 
If you look it up immediately in BDAG, it'll say it's discontented and complaining about your lot in life. Someone who just complains about the lot that they have in their life. Now, <clears throat> because you complain about things, we all complain. doesn't make you mesphemeroid because they're complaining about something specific here. And that's what makes them as ungodly as they are. We'll see what that is in just a second. Before we do that, I want to show you how <clears throat> this word would have actually brought a grin maybe to Jude's audience and maybe um, it's, it's, it's some irony here if we know the background from it. Uh, his audience would have known exactly what he meant because there was a Greek <clears throat> writer and philosopher at that time by the name of Theophrastus. Now, Theophrastus was before Christ's time. He was Greek. 371 BC, 287 BC, he, he lived, and he was a student under the great Plato and Aristotle. He was a smart guy, and he wrote a book that's worth your time. If you have some time, you like the things like this, you can go online. I, I found it for free online. Um, you can find a lot of these books for free. Um, it's called Characters. That's all it's called. You just type in Theophrastus and Characters, and you'll find character sketches that he came up with of different types of people that were hanging around during his day. Now, what's cool about it is it's been translated into English and He's pretty on the mark. These people exist today. People really haven't changed. Culture changes. Beliefs change. Science advances, okay? But really, people don't change. And uh, so he, some of the people that he mentions are as follows. The ironical man. The flatterer. The chatty man. The gossip. The stupid man. So he goes on and on and on with all different types of people that you might find. That you'd say, yeah, this is this person or this is that person. And one of the people that he identifies is the mesphemeros. Or, as it's translated here, the complainer. Or the malcontent. Or the discontent. And he sums this guy up and he says it like this. The grumbler is one who, if he finds a purse on the road, he'll say, ah, but I have not found a treasure. To one who brings him good news and says, to you a son is born, he'll say, yeah... But if you add that I've last I've lost half my property, you'll speak the truth. When he was won a lawsuit by unanimous verdict, you'll find fault with the composer of his speech for having left out several points. In other words, he always looks at the bad in things. You have a son, yeah, but I've lost half my property. Well, you found a purse. There's some money in it, yeah, but I haven't gotten a treasure, or I haven't won the lottery, or or you know you won a lawsuit by unanimous fact, yeah, but they left out some of the bullet points in there. You know, it wasn't really the best speech that the, the lawyer could have given a better speech. He's just not happy. So you may, this is how people can be. You, you know people like this. Hopefully you're not somebody like this. You're always, always complaining about things. We used to joke with my grandfather before he uh, went home to be with the Lord that no matter where we took him out to dinner, he just ne it, it never got past okay. It was never good. It was just Okay. And uh, so it brings to mind, some, we, we have our own tendencies like this. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is this is the malcontent. You get it. Now, Jude <clears throat> brings this up, and, he, and people at that time would have known this was an allusion to Theophrastus' character sketch. But what is it in particular that he says is this ungodly person a malcontent in the area? And here, if you go through the context of Jude, you'll see that the malcontent or the grumbler in Jude 16 is somebody who is complaining against the laws of God. He's describing false teachers that he was opposing and he was listing charges against them. And he was saying that, okay, they have a problem with the lot that God has 
given to them, particularly, okay, the laws and the standards that God had given them. These false teachers were not happy with the faith that was delivered to them, and they weren't happy with true Christianity. The commands of Jesus had become too much to bear for them, and peeking over the fence, <clears throat> they thought unbelievers had it better because they could gratify their flesh however they wanted, and they complained and complained and complained and complained about Christianity and its moral demand until it... Um, brought them into a lascivious lifestyle away from the presence of God. So we're finding that we have this today. People that are just never happy with God's laws. Well, why can't I just tell lies? Why can't I just just live a lascivious lifestyle? Why can't I just, just live the way I want? We have grace. I can live however I want. Not seeing that God's moral standard and that God's moral codes are actually a blessing to us. You know, when you when you sin, you are putting your life, you're complicating your life. You're making your life more challenging by doing that in the long run. Yes, there's the momentary excitement at first, but it has a heavy burden. There's a reason for that. Sure, we displease God. Sure, we put our souls in jeopardy. But more than that, we're complicating our life. God is saying if you want a peaceful life, if you want a satisfying life, if you want a life of the peace of God, stay out of sin. And look at God's law as a blessing rather than something to be complaining all the time about and trying, well, why can't I, if I wasn't a Christian, I could just cheat on my taxes. It would be so easy. If I wasn't a Christian, I could just tell white lies. Look at how everybody else in the world goes about sinning and doing what they want, and they get away, and they do better than I do. Look at the people who are living in the world who sin, and they're faring better than me. That's complaining. Our position should be, Lord, I thank you. I praise you that you have given me your law. Thank you, Lord, for the standard you hold me to. Thank you, Father, for telling me which way is right, which way is wrong, and I thank you for that. So let's not begrudge God and murmur against his truth. Instead, let's be thankful for it. Let's not be mesphemeroi. Let's not be malcontent with those things. Let's not be complainers. Let's instead rejoice and thank God for his moral law because it protects us and it is a blessing. God's law and standard is a blessing to us. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure today that you rejoice in God's law. Don't complain against it. Pick up letters from Jesus on Amazon.com. Make sure you give it a five star on Amazon. Give this podcast a good rating too. It always helps us. Thank you so much. Be blessed in the name of Jesus, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us further, you may visit us on the web at lightoftoday.org. God bless and good studying.